in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here on the Top 10 Show, or from the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost. Um, this is a show that uh, our patrons just send in whatever they want us to talk about to an email address that's over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And um, we answer it, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it uh, may be. I don't think there's a single question that we've ever not answered. So, right. Right. Unless uh, it's a repeat question or something, we usually answer it. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have no idea what this is going to be about. <laughs> so it's a discovery for you as it is us. Absolutely. And uh, I think it's my turn to start this yeah, time. I think so, too. Um, okay. So our first one comes from Ben Cartwright and says, Hi, John and Matt. A quick question on the Snowpiercer TV series. Hmm. I don't believe you discussed it at any point. So I was wondering if you had watched it and what you thought. I personally did enjoy the series with some good acting. Uh, there's certainly more to explore with it in the second series due January. Although I think it was a bit slow to get going and so many or so may have put up people off. I can't t- freaking read all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, stay safe, Ben Cartwright. So did you watch the Snowpiercer TV series? No, I did not because there were so many uh, reviews that came out and kind of uh, bashed the first few episodes of the show and the said it eventually found its uh, footing, but still didn't quite get to the awesome or good or exciting Mm -hmm. uh, level for me. So I didn't watch it. Um, And because there's so much to watch, Matt, there's so many television shows coming out all the time on multiple channels or streaming services that if the critics come in and they say, now this was not worth your time, unless I have some sort of personal connection or desire Mm -hmm. to see it, I usually don't waste my time watching it. So, but I have heard some people who did enjoy it and say that after the first few episodes, it really kind of kicks in and, and, uh, but it hasn't motivated me to watch. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember seeing the trailers and I was like, ah, yeah, that doesn't really grab me. I think the movie's great, but yes. I don't know if you need a full seasons long exploration. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I mean, you could uh, hypothetically, but yeah, I was waiting. If it, if everybody was like, you need to watch it, then I would totally watch it. Right. Um, right. But the trailer looked, didn't look good to me and then didn't hear anything about it. So I just moved on. I have not seen a single second of it. Yeah. And there's been a, I saw actually, consequently, as we're answering this, I actually saw a new tra- a trailer for the second season uh-huh. the other day. Uh, it's on IMDb. If you want to, if you, if anybody wants to watch it and um, it looks cool, it looks interesting. It looks well shot. Um, it's not a, a Chris Evans looking guy. It's a completely different person. So uh, from the first season. So um, maybe, I mean, maybe if I start to read some really awesome reviews of season two, then maybe I will go back and power through season one, which is probably what one day, a Saturday. Cause I think it's only 10 episodes. Uh, and then like find my way back to uh, season two. You never know. So. Yeah. But to bang out an entire 10 episodes in one day, it really needs to be like great. 
Yeah, true, right? Because then there's a lot of powering television, <laughs> and especially if the first three hours, you got to get through those before yeah. it gets good. Then it needs to be excellent, right? To um, kind of keep your attention. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 I mean, there are shows. I think Succession took like six episodes or four, four minimum. Oh, really? For you to get hooked in? Well, I think that's when it finally you don't. At least I did initially. I couldn't find why I was supposed to like any of these people. Mm. But I had so much trust in, there's a lot of great actors right. on this. It's, you know, from the executive producers, like they're, they're, there's so much talent behind this. You assume that they have a, a voice and a point to this. And right. ultimately it does bear out. I think it's fantastic. I, li- I cannot wait, you know, until the next season comes out. It right. just takes time to build. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if it's like, th- it takes three to four to get into, it's like, man, it's got to be really good. Yeah. To make it worth it. Yeah, yeah, to put in three to four hours, like it's still a lot of time. There's just too much television, man. I know. I don't and want to sound like Homer Simpson, but there's too much quality television on TV right now. Although I think it's starting to thin out a little bit. You do? Okay. Well, I think at this point, when we started getting all these streaming services, it seemed like every good idea got the yeah. first rollout. And now, because there was a much higher percentage rate, at least for me as a viewer, right? whereas now it's much rarer. Or perhaps I'm just willing to give up on shows quicker because there's something new coming down the pipeline. There is. It's to constantly take you right out of it. So, uh-huh. yeah, I hear what you're saying. Absolutely. I'm in the same boat most of the time. Yeah. If you don't grab me the first two or three episodes, I'm out. And I don't come back. Um, but, like, are you watching Roadkill? That's interesting. I finished it. Yeah, we finished it last night. The season okay. finale was last night. It's only four episodes. I almost tweeted about it. Oh, is talking. that it? It's only four episodes? Okay, yeah. well, then I've seen the season. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. It's, it's done. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It, and it wasn't a standard show. Like, there were villains and there were heroes, I guess. But it was more murky than that. And uh, I appreciated it for what it was and the twists and turns within it were fun to explore. And I thought the acting was stellar. Um, but I do mm-hmm. think one of the, 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 one of the main actresses, they just shot all her stuff in one day. She's in the same room, the whole show. So I think, which I think one? The, the, the prime minister. I think she's in the, oh, just well, that room the whole time. So they very like, well right. could have. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking. Yeah. That she's, well, I mean, no, she's in like one other room. When she's on the stairs or something, there was one. Yeah. Thing? She yeah. meets the, 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 the guy that's, was it the ward, uh, the the head of, you know, Lockheed Martin or whatever the case is over there? Right, right, right. That guy, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she is. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, she's like in basically her office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see her. But another great performance from Hugh Laurie, who is just, He's just great. stellar, man. I mean, this is a guy I watched in Blackadder and uh, Jeeves and Wooster acting a fool. To see such incredible dramatic range from him since House. Uh, it's just inc- it's just been a joy, let a me, true let, joy. Let me ask you this: yeah. Black Adder, it all the seasons are different, correct? Yes, yes. What are the better? What's the best season? Uh, I would say the season, the Victorian era season with Miranda Richardson and Stephen Fry and okay. uh, the other guy there, um, and then the World War One. The World okay. War One is fucking excellent, and it's the series finale. Um, that is so heartbreaking and poignant. Um, it's just surprising okay. when it happens. So I would say, yeah, well, four and I think it's two that is the Victoria. And if it's not, then it's three. 
So, um, yeah. Yep. But a, the first one, one, the first one's terrible. Okay. Uh, the second one is funny. You could still do. I think it's the second season with uh, where Hugh Laurie plays like the king, and okay. uh, Black Adder's like his assistant. But Black Adder's constantly like fleecing him for money because he's stupid. Um, but I would say the Victorian era one is the like okay. the Elizabethan one with like Sir Walter Raleigh and shit. That one is really really fucking good. Yeah, we we started on season one, episode yes. one. Season one's terrible, dude. We do shut it off after like twelve minutes. The, yep. And going into it, I was like, I got so much respect for a bunch of these different performers. Yep. Yep. So you have to assume, and it's it's loomed large in the minds of you know fans of comedy from that era of right. British comedy. So it's like, okay, I would totally. I've been looking forward to doing this. We ran out of shit. Yeah. Tw- like twelve minutes. It was yep. terrible. Yeah, season one is terrible because he plays essentially like a, a little pissy bitch. And in two, three, and four, he is essentially the lead and he's sarcastic and he, you know, he he can't be um he's basically Bugs Buddy. Like he can't be tricked. He's always tricking other people. He's always getting okay. the best of everyone. But in the first season, I don't know why they played it that way. And look, it's great to have Brian Blessed and see him as his dad and whatever, but He's playing so smarmy that it's like, why do I give a fuck about this guy? That's why I think they completely course corrected in two, three, and four and made him um, All right. a central point and made him way more interesting and charming and smart. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, two, three, and four are good. So, if you're going to World War One stuff, I've seen clips of. Yeah. But yeah. it's the only series or only one of the season that I've ever seen clips of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I think of. I mean, may, that might've seen something else, but like, I've seen a bunch of the random stuff from the world War one stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll start with season four or something instead. Yeah. Yeah. Have a little fun with that for sure. And, and each one of them are different. So they're not connected. Like, it's not like, Oh, yeah. this is my grandfather. Or descent. No, it's not. They're all separate. Yeah. It's like, uh, Oh shit. What is that? Steve Buscemi, Daniel Radcliffe. Show medieval oh. times. No or... shit. I've never seen that one. I don't know. It's good. I'd say skip season one. Okay. And I think it's better after season one. Is that different than the one that where he's God answering letters or whatever? That's what season that one. And then season oh, two, okay. Steve Buscemi goes from the king to a shit shoveler. Oh. And it's medieval times. It's the dark ages <laughs> kind of thing. And Do you have to have seen the first one? With the first season yeah. to enjoy the second season? Nope. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, give it a chance. Yeah. I think we we watched like half the first season. We were both like, I'm really bored. And then was, and then I looked up the fact that season two is completely different. Like, why don't mm. we give it a try? Ended up closing it out. Like it Oh wow. Uh yeah, once again, quarantine. It's we've we've burnt through so much stuff. Dude, brother, okay, we're on a community rewatch right now. She's never seen the show. Sure. And I, we're in season six. Fuck me. Did that show fall off the cliff in five and six? We're just I, powering through to finish it out. Like we don't even want to. I didn't like it. So. Oh, you didn't I like never, it at all? No. Did. Oh, I didn't okay. understand. Like I got three or four episodes into season one. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, whereas like the, you know, as, as cliched as it is, the, the office I think is utterly rewatchable. Okay. Yeah. And then Parks and Rec has moments, but I'm not a big fan of that either. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're on a rewatch of The West Wing. Oh, nice. That's nice, awesome. Nice, nice. Um, I think I think finally I can watch that again. I haven't been able to watch it for four years. Uh, I think you know uh, why. And we so, watched it like five years ago, six years ago. Oh, okay. So it's been long enough, but it's just filler in between 
Queen's Gambit, which we finished now. Oh yeah. Was that good? Uh, you know, it's only seven episodes. I genuinely think they could have cut it down to five. Okay. So it's a little bit of filler. There are some filler when you're like, we, I I know why they did this, but I don't really think they needed it. But the overall, like the seventh closeout is great. Okay. Uh, what did I want to ask? Oh, have you watched The Crown? We finished uh, Crown season four in two days. We're forcing ourselves just to watch one a night. Wow. Oh, to kind of savor it and move See, on. There's to just, <laughs> otherwise we're going to, we'll bang it out in two or three days. And then we're back to watching West Wing every night. So at least we yeah. have, we're trying to get to like the next Bake Off and the next, we both, oh. she stopped oh. on Fargo. I'm, I'm going to close the season once it's finished. Yeah. I, I I haven't gone back to it. I have to find, I have to find some time to make myself go back to Fargo. But I've watched the first four episodes. I like yeah. it. It just doesn't grab me the way the other Fargo seasons did. Yeah, and I wanted it yeah. to be good because it's good. I was like, come on, you know. Yeah, I think he's um, good in it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's more the story that's the issue. I, yeah, I just I don't. Not a fan. Oh well, yeah. come back with another one. Hopefully, the ratings are good enough that it doesn't kill the series. Yeah, yeah. And. uh but this yeah, is my problem know. with my girlfriend, Matt, because she's she's mad at me because I I binge like a motherfucker, and I don't even think about planning for the future. Like I'm always like, well, we'll find something else. But then there are like There's nights nothing. where I'm scanning through shit, and she has no interest in half the stuff I'm suggesting, and I don't have interest in what she's suggesting, and so mm-hmm. it's like it becomes that kind of thing. So you might be right. I I, I should maybe slow down because uh, we're running because she won't watch movies. I've tried to get her to watch British movies, but she won't watch those. So it's like, fuck, find something else. So <sighs> maybe you get her to watch Topsy Turvy. It's British. It's kind of upstairs, downstairs ish, but it's not really. It's mm. period piece. It's musical. Oh, you know what? I should try to get her to watch Downton Abbey because she, she has never seen Downton it. Abbey. Yeah, she's never seen it. She resisted it. How? Why? Because she thought it was like too cutesy for its own good. And so Margaret um, Smith is worth the watch alone. Absolutely. The day Maggie. Hell yeah. But uh, maybe we'll do that. But she hasn't seen the first two episodes, two seasons of the crown. So that might be fun. Oh, that's to watch that with her. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. She skipped on, especially the crown. Yeah. Downton eventually just kind of becomes nighttime soap opera. It's right. not fully right. melodramatic soap opera, but it's not. Right. Uh, you know, the first couple seasons were surprisingly good. Absolutely. Agreed. A thousand. I even like the movie. The movie's fucking excellent. It's fine. Yeah. I don't you literally didn't need to have it. It did nothing. They're gonna have a dinner. It's like the Deadwood movie. It was like it was uh, yeah. great for what it was. And it was nice to revisit these characters, and it was good they didn't fuck it up. So it was enjoyable for that. Yeah, but Deadwood at least tried to fit and I'm not saying it was a good tack. Right, right, right. But tried to fit an entire season's worth of events into one movie. And mm-hmm. just said over the course of like three days or whatever it was, where it's true, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, the the wedding, and then <laughs> what's his name, um, Hurst coming back into town, and yeah, yeah, it's like all these things colliding all at once. I didn't much care for it. I knew why they did it, but it, it looked like he just took an entire season's worth of ideas and, and crammed it into two hours. Yeah, but Downton was like, the fucking king is coming. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got to get this place spotless. Yeah, that's that's the movie, and you really can't enjoy the movie without having seen the series. It's one of those things no. where it's like there's so many, there's no things. fucking way. Yeah, there's so many things that are happening to the characters that It'd you know. Be dull as shit if yeah. you'd never seen the TV show. You wouldn't have Just the like Deadwood would probably be as well. Oh, good point. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I try to convince her to go to. I haven't seen. I haven't finished Breaking Bad. I've only done the first season. 
And so I've tried to like, but she said she saw the first couple episodes that didn't grab her. So we might have to power through that. Breaking one. Bad is one, I think, because the tones of seasons two throughout are mm-hmm. completely different from one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One's more for comedic effect, even though they liquefy a human fucking body. Yeah. But they're going for more, you know, it's not as dark as it, it gets. Right. I mean, there's a reason Cranston still works, mate. He, that's one of the best acting performances you're ever going to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe at yeah, some point I'll convince It's in my top probably three. Wow. All right. Top three or four, but top three. I mean, Game of Thrones would have supplanted it, but Game of Thrones last season and a half was so dog shit. Yeah. That it's oh, not, yeah. I don't even know where it is on my list anymore. That last season really did kind of like. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It was they, they're just rushing through. You can tell that it switched from Martin source material to Martin just told the the producers the outline and then yeah. got the fucking outline. There's no depth to it whatsoever. There really isn't. And the yeah. switches, the character switches, you're like, why? Yeah. Why would they do that? Why would they do this? Why would they do this? That and or in, it seems wildly convenient that they're doing this. Yeah, right. Plot, it seems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fucking one dude who's trying to seduce Cersei in the final season, his ship gets exploded and he washes up onto the beach right when fucking Jamie Lannister happens to be walking past to go into a secret entrance into the... Wow, that's a lot of fucking convenience. That's a lot of coincidence. I know, I know. It's lazy as fuck, guys. After you guys have introduced to me to Boromir of the High Mile fucking son of this that and the other and i give a shit about the guy and he's only around for three episodes yeah yeah it's just painful it's like you could have gone down as the best of all time and now i don't have the slightest fucking clue where you are yeah yeah it's a shame it is a shame (sighs) yeah because i yeah i can't even go back and watch it like i can't i have to have a few more years before i can even consider doing a rewatch of game of thrones and it would and i think i would stop after season seven yeah I think I would never watch season eight again. It's like have, Rise of have Skywalker. I'll never watch it. Benioff and Weiss, have they officially given up their Star Wars shit? Yes. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought, but then I thought it was rumored to be like, maybe we will bring them back no. uh, type of thing. It's like, they don't know oh, what man. they're doing yet, films-wise. I think, I think if somebody came to them, a la the first seven seasons, with a hugely complex, how the fuck do we film this Star Wars saga? Sure. I think from there, they could figure out the ins and outs and the character development, but... If the final season and a half is any evidence. Yeah. Well, that's what they're working on next. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to remind, yeah, here it is. It came in September. It was announced that they're working on this new project. Um, it's, it's Lu Shi Shins. I hope I'm saying the right for anybody who is uh, Chinese. I think his sci-fi trilogy, the three body problem, the dark forest and death's end. This is what they're working on with executive producer, Alexander Wu, who did the terror and true blood that's something i didn't see the terror on amc i heard that was good i saw season so. most of season one i kind of forgot about it did you oh, okay so it was good but not enough to drag you back to keep finishing. i couldn't get her to watch anymore and oh, then okay. my what what i watch at night usually before bed is a movie right right so that's there. why fargo i'm kind of waiting until it's done so that way i can bang out two or three and it's basically a movie length that i'm setting aside for Whereas episodically, point. I just don't. I wait until it's basically done so I can take my time, figure out the pace I want to watch it at. Right. So they're doing this for Netflix. Uh, so And once again, this is their wheelhouse because there's already source yeah. material. So they're going to be able to adapt it. So clearly they're just one of those people or one of these duos that can that works well when they have source material to adapt from to give them a blueprint or at least a roadmap 
of what to do. Whereas the original stuff, if they come up with it themselves, it really doesn't resonate yeah. as powerfully as it should. So I love that shame. title though, The Three Body Problem. Yeah. It's supposed, to be, excellent. it's supposed to be an excellent uh, sci-fi What are the, trilogy, other, the other two that it's based on? Oh, sorry. Hold on. Uh, the Dark Forest and Death's End. Okay. The Dark Forest is the only one I'm like, I don't know what the... F- okay. That could be anything. Also, you might Death's be into end, it. I like that too. That sounds yeah, cool. You, you might be into it, Matt, because it's published in China, but it kicks off historically in the book during the country's cultural revolution in the late 19th century. Oh, really? <laughs> and it chronicles... Interesting. It chronicles humanity's first contact with an alien civilization. Wow. During, uh, what was that? The boxer revolution? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The 1960s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Is that Mao? Is that Mao or is that yeah, Mao? That's Mao. Mao. That's Mao Zedong. Yeah. So that's uh, around the time when that's happening. So. Okay. And these are big yeah. sellers apparently globally. So. All right. Well, two of the three titles I think are, are pretty jazzy. <laughs> so I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh-huh. Historical. Okay. And then. Ding, you know, ding. <laughs> you know, infant uh, uh, communism are the first ones that come into contact with aliens. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Superman with Red Sun. It's like, okay, what? Oh, if? yeah. Simple idea. Great execution. Yeah, I want to see that animated film based on it, too. I want to see if it's any good. Uh, um, all right. Sure. <laughs> we've gone yeah, let's move on. Minutes. We got 21 minutes out of the first question. So for a TV show we've never seen. All right. Your turn. All right, this is from from Joe Abara. He says, hey, as I'm writing this, it's the day after the election. Still no winner. Uh, So let's talk about something that brings everyone together. Oh, Joe, if you only knew. Star Wars. Yeah, Joe said that on Wednesday, November 4th. So (laughs) so much has happened, Joe. Uh, But he says, uh, let's talk about something that brings everyone together. Star Wars. It's been almost a year since Rise of Skywalker, which is, in my opinion, the worst Star Wars movie, and to me, the worst movie I've ever seen. Whoa. As wow. an insult, your intelligence has way too many plot conveniences, yeah. wastes characters, relies too much on nostalgia and uh-huh. fan service, remaking Return of the Jedi, asking even more questions while never answering questions like, who are the Knights of Ren? Why did Kylo turn to the dark side? How did Maz, Maz Kanata get Luke's lightsaber? How did Palpatine return with so many fucking Star Destroyers with the Death Star tech? Why would mm-hmm. Rey kiss Kylo when he's an evil monster, killed so many people, including Han Solo? Seriously, I could go on. Thanks to the dollar store Spielberg, J.J. Abrams. Jesus. My question is, <laughs> woo, by the way, this is, these are Joe Abara's words. These are not my words. Exactly. And this is bringing us together. Continue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My question is, if you control the property of Star Wars, what would be your next move? How long would you wait to release a new movie? Would you still have Ryan do his trilogy? Would you keep Kennedy around? What's your call? Matt? Okay. Of the actual questions, I'm going to skip around a little bit. Ryan, no, I would not have him do his trilogy. Agreed. Uh, Who did Rogue One? Gareth? uh, Uh, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards? Yeah. I give, if he wanted a trilogy, I think he's done well by it. Hmm. Um, I, I mean... I don't think uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker was the worst. I think Last Jedi was mm. of these. Okay. Um, I like that Ryan was trying to take chances. Yeah. You know, you have to plot him for that. He's flying in the face of convention, hence Luke throwing the saber the over his shoulder. and, and But it, it more muddied the water. Mm-hmm as opposed to giving him his own thing. But now that I've already seen that, it's just like, I'm not much looking forward to whatever your trilogy may or may not be. 
Kennedy, I have no idea how much of this to blame her on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I know what an EP is, but I don't know exactly what it does technically for every movie. Maybe she's more hands-on with one than another. And I don't know how much of a blame should rely with her. So hmm. I don't have an answer for that one. Um, what would you do with it though? What would your move be? Mine? Yeah. Um, I think what we've seen already from the Mandalorian with Filoni and Favreau, I think you just put them in charge. I think you move sure. Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy off of this thing. You make Kevin Feige an unofficial consultant for this, and you have Filoni and Favreau kind of start to formulate what they want to do going forward. Because I think these guys, especially judging from the Mandalorian, look, I get it. It's two white dudes, and I get it. People want to say, but sometimes, man, sometimes the right choice is this. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it, I'm not trying to be like, anti against anything but sometimes the right choice bears itself out in a certain way and you have to ignore color or gender and it seems to me like with uh, Filoni and Favreau I think they've found what makes people love Star Wars so much what made people fall in love with Star Wars and certainly it's appealing to a whole new generation again uh using the blueprint essentially or the vibe or the atmosphere of the mm-hmm. original trilogy but updating it for for the 2020s. So for me, I think that's what I would do. I'd move them into a position where they could oversee everything, start to start to create what they wanted to create, start to explore the stories they wanted to explore. And they're clearly very smart at hiring directors, mm-hmm. hiring writers, hiring uh, composers, hiring actors. They're these two. This season and a half of Mandalorian has been pretty fantastic, and having them in charge of this. And then wondering how, and then seeing how Deborah Chow does on Kenobi, if she does well, then make her part of the kind of brain trust and put all these people in and maybe Rick Famuyiwa, who who did a great job directing a couple episodes of, of Mandalorian as well, have him in as a black voice in there as well, who knows about Star Wars, get a bunch of perspectives in the room and start creating shit, start coming up with it, get a writer's room and then start mapping out the next 10 to 20 years of Star Wars stuff that you want to explore mm-hmm. and keep your finger on the pulse of the people who are up and coming, who are great writers, great directors, great producers, great actors, and start to move them into uh, certain spots that you think feels well. And, and then you have Feige, as I said, he's part of the Disney situation. So have Feige there as an unofficial um, uh, advisor, and you can go to him with, hey, these are our ideas, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? And then he can offer his two cents. Um, and then go from there. I think that's the move. I think Kathleen Kennedy, look, you can bash Kennedy if you want. People can, I'm sorry, not you specifically, Matt, but people can, but she made $6 billion with this fucking sequ- these sequels. So yeah. yes, it's not about the money necessarily, but if you're Disney, it fucking is about they the still, money. Yeah, they still have shareholders. Exactly, and that they have to answer to. Uh, and so to me, that's, I think you you give Kennedy a graceful exit. You just give her all kinds of plaudits and you say how incredible she is and blah, 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 and let her go off and create what she wants to create for the next step of her career. That way she doesn't have the Star Wars albatross around her neck because she's created, she's yeah, been mean, a she's part of multiple Spielberg. franchises. Right, exactly. Yeah, for Ra- so long. Raiders, all that shit. So uh-huh. let her move on. And, uh, you know, I think you do that. Filoni and Favreau. And then, uh, yeah, Ryan, I think you kick. Ryan completely off his trilogy. No need to bring him back at all. No. And start to start to look at new look at Taika Watiti being involved in this. Like I was, just, to say, I was gonna say yeah. him. Yeah. Uh Taika would be great. It's interesting that Favreau then will have helped create in its infancy mm. the Marvel universe and now could be shepherding the Star Wars. And then Good he point. becomes like that's why you put him in charge. Like we wouldn't have yeah. this idea of a universe, yeah. technically speaking, if he hadn't laid the groundwork over there and then Feige. 
Because I read the other day that Feige, they, they've shifted their primary focus to streaming platforms for the time yeah. being just because with releases and movies, that shit isn't happening anytime soon. Right. Uh, so he will be. I think, you know, nail on the head from you. We're like, ah, you, we come with the idea and then Feige puts in his two cents and just kind of yep. does this overall vision of the, but putting in the, the hands of Favreau and Filoni makes all the sense in the world. If they can do this and they mm-hmm. add to take from the TV successes and then build that out, use that mm-hmm. to help fuel the movie. Yeah. You know, and I don't, and I don't think there's any rush to put a movie in the pipeline, Matt. I think you focus on these TV series to get people back in love with the franchise again, like they did with force awakens, got people back in love with the franchise again. They mm-hmm. pissed it away a little bit with turn with uh, the last Jedi and with rise of Skywalker. So people need to be brought back into the fold again. So bring them in with Mandalorian, bring them in with Kenobi, bring them in with, with the rogue one series, uh, and they're looking at another series. Well, bring them all in that way. Then yeah. you establish confidence with the fan base again. And the people involved in these now get handed movies or are in charge of shepherding these movies. And then you start announcing movies. That's I think that's how you do it. Take a little bit of a break. Let the people forget about the last trilogy for a little bit and then come back to it when you've really got something solid to announce and uh, something really worked out. That's awesome. And I would guess now because of the su- success from a production side of Mandalorian, mm. if they can make that work for numerous characters, yeah. then we could have just about oh. any idea under the sun we want because they already Absolutely. had the stage built. So, so long as they can keep the settings to a certain size. Yep. But even that they've shown that they, I mean, that big, huge earthworm thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, there's no way they did that on that little stage. So probably yeah. they brought in CGI for the first time to do that, but it's kind of, it's freeing on some level because mm-hmm. then you could scale it up very easily to a movie too. Yep. You intersperse something that you can't do it on that stage and then shoot the rest on the fucking stage mm-hmm. and you're good to go. This, yeah, now I'm thinking about, so my go-to answer is always uh, Darth Vader because it's come up a few times doing a TV show there. But I also would like to see what they hinted at with Solo, at the end of Solo, the Darth Maul, where he's just this oh, underworld yeah. figure. So yeah. like a Darth Maul Godfather type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'd be all in on that. They talked about years ago, that Coruscant underworld movie. Yeah. Right. That with TV the, show would be great. Yeah. I agree with that. Apparently yeah. I like all the crime side of it, but those seem like the most fun <laughs> to me. That's because we're adults, man. <laughs> well, I just think that you could have a more interesting television show from that. Yeah. Because life and death is every day. Although you can do that with Kenobi, I guess too. Right. Uh, anybody in star Wars, but uh, yeah, Kenobi, I hope that's good because if it's successful, so- and Man- Mando is now we got tons of ideas. Right. Eventually, you can get to the Guardians type of where it's like, all right, this one we got a talking tree, we got a talking <laughs> raccoon, and the, the public at large goes, okay, all right, I'm yeah, done. you've done so well overall. That's what, yeah. yeah. So we'll see because <laughs> there's only so long that they can keep churning out mediocre product and make a billion dollars. Yeah. So eventually, they have to to go the Marvel route and they've already done it. So they want to get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they'll eventually get there. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's too many people who are talented, who love star Wars, like mm-hmm. love it in their bones to not have this franchise survive. And too many people were sad to see it go away for as long as it did yeah. between the prequels and now. Uh, so I think a lot of people want to get, and between the original trilogy and the prequels. So I think they don't want to have gaps anymore. And being and with Disney being in there, there's no way they want gaps either. They want yeah. to constantly churn this stuff out. So I think it'll survive uh, way past us, dude. Uh, I think for sure. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Disney gets their royalty shit right with 
writers. If you saw that dust up this. Oh week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's like, come on guys. Yeah. It's a billion dollar property. It's the mouse, man. The mouse is cheap. I know, but it's just, it's so chicken shit. Mm. It's a, you know, it's Bush league is what it is. It's Bush. League. It's, <laughs> you know what? it's fucking Bush league. It's Bush league. My brother taught my nephew that when he was like four and he kept saying Bush league, like the whole night, it was the funniest shit. Somebody makes a mistake. That's Bush league. It's like, oh, it's Bush league. Your four-year-old just calling shit Bush league. Oh dude. I told my brother, it's like, I'm so envious. You did that. He'll never remember it, but that's a quality uh, moment for the rest of my life. I want to see him respond to the teacher like that with his grade. Yeah. Well, now what? he's older, so it's not near as, as cute. Oh, dude. All right. He has no idea what he's saying at four. <laughs> that's brilliant man because he called his mom bush league at one point he's like, you don't call me bush league and he's like okay i'm sorry i don't know what i'm saying but it was so great ma what is this this is bush league ma bush league. <laughs> well, i walked in he called me bush league you're bush league uncle matt and i was like what <laughs> that is great and my brother's dying laughing over in the corner oh. i was like oh that is so good i'm glad Best you did choice. that <laughs> uh uh, all right. Well, we're at 32 minutes. We should wrap it up here. Yeah, we should. That's how you do two questions in 32 <laughs> minutes right there. That's brilliant. Uh, thank you all so much for sending in the questions that you do. Keep sending them in. If you're a patron of the top 10 and you're the uh, the $5 and above tier, you can send in your questions. We're kind of running out a little bit. So please start mm-hmm. sending them in. Start sending them in. Uh, if it's multiple questions, that's fine. Try to keep them two or three. So we're not doing eight questions for one answer. So, uh, but keep sending them in. Keep asking your questions. Matt and I love answering this stuff. And as you can tell, two questions fills the whole show sometimes. So please yeah. send them in and uh, we'll we'll have fun and always give you love for sending them in as well. So. Um, if you want to uh, participate in the show, just head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And, uh, it's at the $5 tier and up and you get this and you get a shout out at the end of the month. And it's our yeah. way of saying, thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's show. You can follow me, uh, anywhere at Matt Nost. And that is it for me this week. You can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. And Hey, if you want to watch us facially do this, mm-hmm. if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, go to our YouTube channel, just type in the top 10 with either my name or Matt name or both our names. And you'll find us there and subscribe to the channel. It's monetized now. So we'd love it. If you went and gave it some views, every video, some views also love, leave comments and leave likes. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of topic. Thunder. Thunder.